Weencast, a ween podcast with Shane and Rory. Hey, what's up? This is Shane. And this is Rory. And this is Weencast. And we welcome you to a new episode. What is going on, everybody? Heck yeah. Long time no not long time no here. <laughs> yeah. Or should it be listen? Anyway, <laughs> how's it going, everybody? Um, we've kind of just been busy with life, but we're happy to be back. We're really excited because this is the summer contest results show. Yeah, man. For the 2022 Ween Cast Summer of Lovin' Favorite Ween Album Fan Contest. Hell yeah. Woo! wee. This just happens to be episode 50, so happy 50th episode, Rory. Yeah, dude, likewise. Yeah, everybody, this is um, this is our 50th episode of the podcast, not including any of the Patreon stuff. Right. Yes, you should check us out on Patreon. Uh, we got a whole bunch of episodes on there, but these are the actual, just the, the free original podcast. This is episode 50. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's, uh, it's been a journey. I'll tell you what. Yeah, it's been great. 2015, I want to say. Yeah. It was the year we started this, this whole thing. It originally started as just a YouTube thing. Yeah. And then we sort of put the pieces together and got the thing actually up on iTunes and kind of like just built from there, built it from there, you know? Yeah, dude, it's been a journey. It started out as we didn't even know what the hell we were doing. We barely did any post-production, just slapped it together. I used to eat gummy bears while we were recording. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and, and, and you know, it's funny because in hindsight, it's like, why wouldn't I think that that was going to make a lot of noise on the recording? <laughs> yeah, like, why would that be okay, you know? <laughs> well, but you know what? You know, you know what's really funny just about, like, how times change in general? Real quick, I was thinking about this the other day. When we first started the podcast, you had to still download a podcast and listen to it on, like, your... You could still get it on your phone, but you had to download it to your iPod or your phone and listen to yeah. it. Like it was before you could just like stream any episode you want, you know? Yeah, dude, the, the podcast world has changed a lot in the last seven years. I mean, nowadays it's like ubiquitous and like everyone's got a podcast. It's like all these famous people like do podcasts in their free time, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, dude, when we started, it was just on YouTube and then we got our act together and we got it on, we started, we got a WordPress. Yep. And we use that as our means of publishing it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and then that just eventually kept growing and growing. Eventually, we were sort of running out of our cheap space. We were going to have to really do a big upgrade and spend a lot of more money. And then uh, Anchor came along. And so we jumped on on Spotify, on Anchor, mm-hmm. which has really been, I guess we've been on there for two and a half years now. Is that right? I didn't even think it was that long. But yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and that's been great. That's been great because it's just really helped us um, streamline everything and get everything nice and organized in, in yeah, a man. place that also publishes it for us. But, but, you know, 50 episodes is a chance to reflect a little bit. And, dude, I mean, we've come a long way. And 2015, I don't even think we knew there was going to be a reunion when we started. I think maybe they had just announced it. Maybe. I'm, I'm, yeah, I wish I could remember. But it was before the reunion even happened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we just were trying to get get this thing started. And then it was kind of like, is there even going to be more lot shows to go to? And we were, right. just, we were just really thinking it was going to be strictly, hey, we're going to go back through the old shows we've been to. And uh, and then they started playing again. So we got to go see Ween Live again, which was awesome. And then the shows could yeah. become so much more because we've done interviews and album reviews. And now we're doing these contest episodes. And spoke to so many cool, like, fans like us and just met, like, you know, or, or virtually met so many cool people, you know? Yeah, dude. No, it's been a great, it's been a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to the next 50. Absolutely. For sure. We certainly have plenty of shows to cover as far as the ones we've already been to, and, and I know that we're going to be going to, to plenty more Ween shows in the future as long as they keep playing. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. But anyway, so anyway, happy 50th, and it's been awesome, so let's rock and roll. Yeah, man. So we got the summer of loving. And I was just thinking, so I don't even know why we called it that, except that, you know, spread the love. Spread the love and embrace it, you know? And yeah. so it was the summer of love. And <laughs> even though it's crazy because we've got this remnants of a hurricane coming through and it's just been a chilly, cold, and now wet start to fall. I know, dude. Uh, summer was just a week ago. 
And so summer did just end, even though it feels like it's at this point, it feels like it's been forever ago. So it's almost been like the first day of fall hit and boom, cold weather. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or at least like chilly, like, you know, sweater weather. It's like, really? Cool. So everyone get the fire, get, get a couple logs on the fire, get some hot cocoa for yourself, settle in. Cause we're going to share with you a whole bunch of fan favorite albums. Fuck yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah, so we got a whole bunch of uh, entries. We've got um, 11, no, 12, 12 entries, which was fantastic, uh, that we're going to share with everyone tonight. And we'll talk about them a little bit. We'll start with, um, you know, they're all great, but we're going to obviously save sort of like the quote-unquote finalists for the end. And the last one we reveal will be the winner. And the winner is getting this beautiful woodwork from West Brandywine Woodworks. They've been... uh, great woodwork company out of um, the suburbs of Philadelphia. They've been doing the, the, uh, the prize for us for the last, for every contest. They've, this is the third annual contest we've done and they've done the prize for each one. And the first year it was a cutting board with a boognish burned into the cutting board, like emblazoned. And last year it was a collection of uh, four beer coasters or drink coasters that sort of go together as like almost like a puzzle. Fuck yeah, man. And this year, it is kind of this cool boognish frame, framed boognish wall hanging kind of wood wood art is how I would describe it. Dude, their si- their stuff is just totally sick, man. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I said it on, I think, both of our other contest episodes. I'm jealous because I don't have any of that stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. I saw pictures of the cutting board and of the uh, coasters. And, I mean, they're just absolutely beautiful. So, if you're looking for something... With the Boognish or just plain, any uh, any kind of woodworking, hit them up. Yeah, dude. Because their stuff is totally sick, man. Yeah, and they refurbish um, old, he's done like old picnic tables and I think park benches. He's done old bookshelves where he, he cleans them up and refurbishes them. He also does original wood accoutrements, cutting boards and other, other woodworks and then also wood art and like frames and stuff. He does all sorts of cool stuff. It's pretty good. It's really good. Fuck yeah. So anyway, so the winner's going to get that, so we'll see who that is in uh, in just a little bit here. What's up, Weenheads? It's Travis from West Brandywine Woodworks back again. We are pleased to be working with Weencast Podcast for the third year straight. This year, we would like to offer free nationwide shipping on all kitchenware orders over $50. This includes coasters, cutting boards, utensils, and more. Along with kitchenware, we offer custom builds for almost anything you can dream up. From modern chic to rustic appeal, we've got you covered. So if you're looking to spice up your kitchen or living space with custom handcrafted high quality wood items, let us know. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at West Brandywine Woodworks and feel free to reach out for info or estimates. Boognish lives! So so how about we get started? You want to introduce the first, uh, first contestant? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so our first entry is from our friend Ernie. So should we just go ahead and play it? Yeah, let's play it. All right. My favorite Wayne album's probably gotta be the Mollus because in the story, it was probably the first one I ever listened to fully front to back, and it's probably like the most common like favorite Wayne album, but like it's still like really good. And the first time I heard it, like I, I knew Ocean Man, of course, but like I didn't listen to the full album. However, I was at a friend's house and I, and Ocean Man was on a playlist that we were listening to, and I actually clicked one of the recommended songs, which was Buckingham Green, and that, you know, it was just fucking amazing. So as soon as I got home, I had to listen to the entire thing, and I was just blown away, and that made me listen to all the other albums, like Chocolate and Cheese and the pod and god we didn't see and, and it's just it was fucking the, the starting point and just held up amazingly so that's nice well thank you very much ernie the mollusk and uh and ernie says that it's uh it's a lot of people's favorite which i'm sure is true uh because it's an awesome album the thing that i like about his recording a lot is how he talks about that was one of the albums that he listened to and then he's like, oh, and then that got me to listening to this other album and this other album and this other album. And that's how you know it's a good band. Like, that's how you know it's a it's a great album by a band who is 
worth checking out. Not just Ween, I mean, just in general. Because if you're going to keep on going on something, you know, yeah. it's like, that's really cool. Totally. And, you know... I love that he brings that up. Yeah, and The Mollusk is... I mean, so many Ween albums are so... They're so diverse. All of them are so diverse, but... Right. But The Mollusk has so much high-quality material of a lot of different kinds of, like, styles and whatnot that uh, it can really lead you to a lot of different directions for Ween. I do love that he mentions how he knew Ocean Man up front, I guess. And then when he got to Buckingham... He mentions Buckingham Green next. Like, he got to Buckingham Green and he knew that it was... The shit was real. Yeah, that's so, cool, man. And Buckingham Green, I mean, it's such a heavily played song live, but it's so epic. I mean, it's such a great, great epic tune that um, I'm sure it's one of, I'm sure it's a lot of people's favorite or, or a lot of people's, like it would make a lot of people's greatest hits for Ween if they put, if you put together a greatest hits album. Hell yeah. Yeah, anyway, um, so let's go on to our next, next contestant. And this is um, from our friend Adam, and he'll tell you about his favorite album. Let's hear it. I really love Quebec. That was my introduction to Ween. A lot of the albums, I'll admit, I skipped some songs uh, for whatever reason with Quebec. As wacky as it gets, it gets twice as beautiful. So I listen to the whole thing through every time. I love it. I wouldn't change a thing. It's perfect. It's my favorite. And his favorite was Quebec. Short and sweet, but that's okay. Another great, I mean, it's funny. I'm going to say another great album for all these all these entries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's funny to hear um, somebody say that that was the first uh, album that they heard. You know what I mean? I guess I, that just makes me feel old, but, you know, it's all good. It is t- 20 years old at this point, or almost 20 years old, so. Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, the, the sort of, the height of Ween was several years, I guess. But yeah, dude, no, I mean, it's no shame in that. A, a slightly younger no. audience, you know, Quebec. Yeah. And Quebec also, not only for a slightly younger audience, that would just naturally be the like the first album they heard. Right. Um, there was a little bit of a gap between White Pepper and, and uh, Quebec. Right. And there hadn't really been that much of a gap between any of the albums before that. That was like the first That's true l- too. little bit longer gap, like three years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's a fantastic album. You know, I would, I would quibble and say so many people in the neighborhood is sort of not, I could skip that, I suppose, but. Eh, I don't want to offend anyone, <laughs> and and but but it's a fantastic album. Um, so there's certainly no shame in Quebec being someone's favorite. And I would say not only uh, what I meant to say was not only is it you know of course people slightly younger audience may that be just naturally their first album to hear. It also was one of the albums that really had a lot of popular exposure. That's very true. There was a there was a lot of 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 pushing of of that album, and you know they did a great job with just like you know live in Chicago and um, all requests live. They just were really yeah. out there, like you know, in support of that record. Totally awesome. All right, let's move on to our next contestant. Oh, our good friend Cody. Yeah, Cody Swallow from Baton Rouge, uh, former winner. I got the beer coasters last year, I believe. Yeah, man, that's true. Yeah, sorry, Cody, you didn't win this time, but uh, another great entry from our buddy Cody. So let's listen to what he has to say. Yeah, man. Hey, guys, this is Cody from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. My favorite Ween album isn't just my favorite Ween album. It's my favorite of all time. I'm talking about none other than The Pod. It's the one that caused me to fall in love with them and, and understand them on a cosmic and molecular level. It's just so savory, and it's a mud bath for your brain with hot brown gravies drizzled on top. And I I like to think of the pod as a mirror image of pure guava. It's light and dark, the sun and the moon of Ween's discography. They're, in my mind, they're a yin-yang, basically. And another thing I like to think about is if aliens were to try to imitate human rock music, I don't think the pod would be far off from the outcome. Um, because I go into my top three favorite songs, which is just a flavor of the week, as I love them all equally. But right to the ways and the rules of the world is just a sepia-toned dreamscape that you don't just hear it, you see it and you smell it. And it's just... It's just beautiful all around pork roll egg and cheese this is just simple comfort this i equate the feeling of this song to waking up early on your day off when you don't have to 
and just laying in bed and having a hot, greasy breakfast and just being lazy. That's that's what that song hits me as. And I, I can't not mention Frank. I mean, this is this. My mental image is a lot like the intro to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with all the chocolate swirling around. That's that's what happens in my head when I hear Frank. And it's just, you know, what else can you say about Frank? It's perfect. And I don't know what else to say. I, I love the, the pod. It's deep in my DNA. And that's about it. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Bye. Thank you, Cody. You know, Cody's an artist, and he has some amazing artwork that, uh, that you, sometimes he posts up on Facebook and stuff. We're hoping uh, to work something out with him to start uh, sharing some of it through our Patreon. But at any rate, he's a fantastic artist, and I love that he has very visual descriptions. Yeah, Cody paints a good word picture for sure. Yeah, yeah. I love how he says about the uh, if, if aliens were to try to imitate rock music. You know, it's like, that's a great line, you know, <laughs> and the the pod would be up there, man. You know, like the pod would be one of those records where it would be like, OK, alien uh, rock or like alien, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, man, you know, that's a great line. Yeah. The pod's great. You know, I would love, I, well, I, I guess at this point they shouldn't do it, but the pod could really do like um almost like a remake you know, like take take what they know now as a five piece band, and uh, you know, and just clean up a little bit, but still keep the rough edges and just rock out those songs because there's so many brilliant songs in the pod that I think get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, that's very true. Because it is a big album, it is a long album, and there's, it's it really does go to the depths, you know, and uh, and really makes you question your your existence, your oneness. But so many great tunes, and he mentioned like rights to the ways of the rules of the world. It's just, I mean, that's just amazing, amazing shit. But yeah, dude. So thank you, Cody. Um, you know, it's always great to hear from you, and we look forward to uh, hearing from you in the future. Yeah, thanks, Cody. All right. So we're gonna go on to um, our next entry, and actually, we're gonna take a quick little segue, and I'm gonna take a minute and share my favorite album. Oh shit. Uh, obviously, I'm not in the contest, but we figured that. You know, since we're doing this contest, we might as well take a minute and share ours as well. All right. So my favorite, and this was tough, and we did a we did an episode a few years ago that was our favorite albums, and we ended up with a kind of a top three, and we never really said like which one was number one. We kind of left that a little bit open, but I I decided anyway. Um, I decided I really had to just narrow it down and just pick an album, and so my favorite is the Mollusk. Nice. And I don't want to talk too long about it, but. I just think that it is an amazing concept album. It really all fits together thematically. And we've said this before, how it creates, you know, like the sea shanty, right? Like it really, I can close my eyes and listen to that album. And it makes, it transports me to more or less a mythical coastal or island place, right? That has like unique characters and like a, town and a village and, and all these things that are happening and it's part in the past and part in the present and just all these amazing things this, there's so many great songs on that album of all different kinds I mean you have stuff like I mean Ocean Man and like the Mollusk and they're kind of like fun and, um, and, and and joyful yeah and a little popish. I, I love that it opens up with Dancing with the Show which is actually like a remake a kind of a reworking of the B side of the "I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas" tune, but yeah, so it's like a re- it's a remake of this other song. But at any rate, <laughs> that's kind of a random random aside, I suppose. I love that it kind of has that and it like introduces the album. It really "Dancing in the Show" feels like a great song to start an album off. And then you just and and things like "Cold Blow the Wind," "Cold Cold Blows the Wind," which is a really somber and kind of dark, spooky song, but also harkens. That's uh, that's that's from a that's basically a reworking of a folk tune. And that, to me, also tells you sort of like the, the literariness, the seriousness of Ween as like serious artists. You know, that they're yeah. digging into these like folk folk music. And, and, and same with Dancing with the Show, like bringing these things to the fore and like reworking them in a contemporary way. She Wanted to Leave is one of my favorite Ween songs. And that's, I think it's just beautiful and brilliant. 
and then obviously Buckingham Green is 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 huge. Yeah. So so many great songs. I don't think there's any song on there that's throwaway. I also hearken uh, some of it to me the some of the instrumental stuff on there. The Pink Eye, I think, especially makes me think of Pink Floyd's Seamus, the the song about the mm-hmm. dog. It kind of has yeah, this man. parallel to that, and I see a lot of parallels between Pink Floyd. So I just think the mollusk is brilliant. And when it came out, it's probably pretty informative to, to me. I mean, I know Chocolate and Cheese, when, when we first got into Ween, Chocolate and Cheese was their current album. But then the, the Golden Country Greats, and then I was kind of like, whoa, what's this? But then they dropped Mollusk, and it was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, man, the Mollusk is my favorite album. It's very hard to top the Mollusk. I mean, you know, m- musically speaking and just it, the, the diversity of it, you know the 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 fun tracks, the the beautiful tracks. It's just got everything. Oh, and I didn't even mention "Mutilated Lips." What an awesome song! Yeah, man. I mean, it just goes there. It you know, it just goes there and it stays there, and it's just a, a brilliant concept album with just so much diversity. You know, like you said, nothing on it is is you know skippable by any means. You can listen to it the whole way through. It's just a it's just a killer. I feel like, it, and it represents the five-piece band sort of as they came to the height of their powers. That's very true as well. You know, and the whole world was still before them, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's just so. So yeah. So anyway. Um, so yeah, that's mine. And now we'll get back to our contestants. Great pick. And our next contestant uh, we're going to hear from is Dina. So let's hear what she has to say, if and you may. Did we miss the moon? I'd lie. If I could know such a common pain repeats itself again and again now. Flowers grow in the springtime and leaves fall from the trees. I've been gone for so long, you just threw away the key. Dina played for a you know, little uh, cover of I Don't Want It, which isn't exactly what we were asking for, but it's cool. It's all good. It was a beautiful cover. So I'm going to take that to mean Quebec is her favorite album. Yeah, man. She's got a beautiful voice. Yeah. And I mean, what, what more do you have to say about Quebec other than to just say, you know, sing that beautiful song? You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. No. It really does have some beautiful songs on it. And there again, it has such a wide contrast of the goofiness and whatnot, but there are some really heavy hitters on Quebec. You know, just deep, beautiful tracks. Yeah. Yeah, and she has a, a beautiful voice, uh, for sure. A nice finger-plucking, finger-picking um, guitar there. Very nice and quiet, but um, yeah, and that's a good reminder. There's some beautiful tunes on Quebec that are very uh, introspective and mellow, which uh, which is great. And a lot of people sort of, I, I, maybe not a lot of, I think I think many people overlook the fact that Ween has a lot of very somber, introspective kind of chill tunes, and people just get wrapped up on all the kind of ridiculousness or the the loudness or whatever. 
Great. Right. Thank you very much, Dina. Thanks, Dina. For that cover. All right, we're moving right along, and our next contestant is Echo. So let's hear what Echo has to say. Let's do it. What's my favorite Ween album? Well, that depends on the day. I would say that my favorite studio album is going to be Quebec. It really highlights Gina's storytelling and lyrical ability while showcasing a diverse array of what the band can do musically. What I want to hear when I go to see them live, though, are mostly going to be songs off of the pod and Pure Guava. I really love those songs live because they change so much from what they offer on the studio album versus what they're doing live. The songs are sometimes almost unrecognizable. Cool. Thank you, Echo. Um, so that was Quebec, but then she kind of ends up throwing in the pod there as well. So it was kind of like a mix. But um, but yeah, no, I love what she said about Quebec, um, you know, Aaron's songwriting. And, um, and that was kind of getting to be a dark period for Aaron personally um, for a few things. But... Um, and it comes out in the music, but uh, but very beautiful songwriting. And then also a lot of variety, for sure. Quebec has a lot, mm-hmm. um, you know, at, at the height of their powers as well. So they were doing a lot of different stuff uh, really well. I also love what she says about um, the pod and, and Pure Guava because it's yeah. very true. I mean, you know, a lot of those songs live are just so different, but a lot of those songs are just crowd favorites because they just come to life live you know we've talked about that a bunch on the show and it's just it's so true you know you bring up those you know songs from the pod and pure guava like frank and you know spring theme and stuff like that i mean they're just they're so amazing live yeah well and it makes sense because they were two guys with a dat you know and like and then uh, Claude, you know, <laughs> kind of helps out Aaron, Aaron uh, Andrew Weiss back in the day. And then Claude gets in there at one point. But um, but yeah, dude, I mean, that's the five-piece band. They're just so much more dynamic. And so that's right. it's great to see what they can do with those songs. And that's what I mean when I say, like, you know, it would be cool if the pod could be, like, kind of remade, you know? Because it would be really neat to see what they could do in the studio with the whole band working on those songs. Yeah, it would be awesome to have a concert of just the entire album you know, live. They should do that one day. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, anyway, thank you, Echo. Thanks, Echo. You are not the winner, but we really appreciate your entry. Uh, our next contestant is our buddy Eli from the Ween Zine. Sh- shout out to Eli. Also a guest on the show. Yeah, Eli was a guest. I've been meaning to check in and see if we, uh, we get him back on here again because I know there's there's uh, no shortage of things we can talk about with him about Ween and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, man. And uh, and other and other things that we share. He does some great oh, he's just Eli's a great guy. So anyway, so here is Eli, Eli's entry. Yo, what up y'all? It's Eli from the Ween Zine. I'll tell you what my favorite Ween album is. It's all Request Live because it's freaking amazing. It's freaking insane. The lineup of songs the Stallions part one through five next in the Trigigli. It's absolutely amazing. It's live. It's a request concert for all of us. This happy colored marbles opener, just all of it. Cover it with gas and set it on fire. Close blows the wind. Reggae Joke Jew. Reggae Joke Jew. Fuck you. I have this amazing memory of the first time I heard it. I was at a Thanksgiving at my friend Alex's house. And we were all just so full on food and laying out with the itis. And this album just came on and blew us all away. It's too good. It's amazing. And I'll have to tell you, every time I listen to it, I'm a happy colored marble. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to freaking listen to it all the way through right now. Stay tuned for more of the Weencast. <laughs> Thanks, Eli. <laughs> yeah, man. It's always good to hear from Eli. He's always got something good to say. I would, I guess, I'll put it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He always, uh, he always puts a smile on my face, you know. And All Requests Live is a great album. You know, it's not. It is a studio album. First off, it's not one of like the quote unquote studio albums, right? It's like All Request, but it is great. You get all the stallions in one place. That's cool. And then so many great versions of just music from all across the spectrum of all the years from ween right so that's so cool that you get them all done with the five-piece band you know we're just we were just talking about that with the pod and here we have all requests live fulfills that for a few songs so yeah and and again at the height of their powers that's right around in the quebec era so very cool you know one of the things i like about all requests live is you know it's 
it's easy to say like, well, they were ahead of their time. You know, I think that's kind of a phrase that gets thrown around a lot, you know, not just about Ween, but about a lot of bands and a lot of artists. But I mean, with something like that, they really were literally ahead of their time because, you know, that was way, way, way early in the whole concept of streaming. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? And like now it's just such a thing we take for granted. Oh, I'm going live. Oh, I'm I'm live on Facebook. I'm live on YouTube. You know, like that was like something that I mean, I don't even know who had that idea to do that in the first place. I mean, the the fact that they actually made a, you know, nice recording of it and released it as its own album, I mean, thank God, you know, I mean <laughs> cuz it's just so great. You know, but it's like here we are, we're live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go. You know, so, and it's also that sort of peek into them in the studio just by themselves. You know what I mean? Which is just so great. Totally. You know, and so much fun. Totes. So, yeah, Eli, uh, we appreciate you making an entry and uh, we'll have to check in with you, bro, and see if we can't get you on the podcast again. Just chat, man. I don't even, we don't yeah. even need an agenda. We can just freaking get you on and we'll just talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll like just we talk can... about whatever. <laughs> I feel like we just give ourselves a few hours of time and we'll just hang out and chill with you. Yeah, man. Via the uh, the interwebs and the microphone. Yeah. Thanks, Eli. So anyway, bro. Thanks, man. So I'll sort of just jump in and, and throw in my favorite album. And again, I'm not, uh, I'm not privy to be a, a winner of the contest. There's something about pure guava that just keeps like coming back in my, in my mind, like again and again and again. I love how Cody said about the pod and pure guava being like the, you know, like light in the dark. I think I've said some, you know, similar uh, sentiments on the podcast in, in the past. And I feel like the, like the album of pure guava is sort of like the first time where you're fully introduced to like who Ween is in terms of, especially like, Aaron and Mickey, you know, Gene and Dean, like with Godween, Satan and the pod, they're sort of like, like anonymous. Mm -hmm. I know Mickey has said, you know, they kind of like, uh, modeled themselves after the residents in those first couple of records, you know, who are these guys? Well, we don't really know. You know what I mean? There isn't really like a good, like photo of them on the first two records, blah, 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 blah. You know, not only is pure guava, the first one that comes out on a major label, but it's the first time you get sort of like that full artwork, mm-hmm. you know? So like that is part of an album. That is part of the experience. You know, we kind of forget about it in this day and age, but from back then, you know, that was part of it. And it's like, it's sort of the first one that's in like full color. Like when Dorothy goes from black and white to color <laughs> in wizard of Oz, yeah. you know what I mean? Totally. And it's also just amazing. Like, yeah, it still has the like, you know, homemade kind of edge to it. The four track. Oh, it's got the grittiness. And like, is this just some dudes that made this themselves? It's like, well, yeah, it is. And it's really fucking great. And it's really cool. And it's, you know, extremely unique. And, you know, it has a lot of beauty to it as well. I mean, you know, I could list off, maybe not all the tracks, but (laughs) the majority of the tracks and it's going to be like, oh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, Tender Situation, you know, um, Big Jim, Push a Little Daisies, of course. You know, there again, brought them into maybe not the mainstream, but the alternative world, at least for sure. Well, that was the that was their first big um, like video on MTV. Like that was yeah, a, that was on Beavis. Totally. Which, I mean, yeah, you know, the first couple times you hear it, what the fuck? But, you know, the third, fourth, fifth time you hear it, it's like, yeah, that Daisy song. Like, yeah, all right, that's cool, man. All right, it's a little weird, you know? Um, but there's a lot of great tracks on that album, man. Reggae Junkie Jew, Going Get Stuff from the Get-Go, Spring Theme. And I just I just love it. You know, I know I've said on the show already um, that that's one of the albums I have on vinyl the original pressing of and man it just sounds so good so i know that's kind of getting off topic but it just has such a fat thick like full sound to it and i just love that record man i'm gonna have to go with pure guava yeah you know and I, i always felt like um the first three songs in particular it's like 10 minutes of just about the best ween you can have, you got Little Birdie, then Tender Situation, then Stallion Part 3. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah. 
And there's a lot of songs on here that end up becoming some of the classic jams. Fuck yeah. Like Reggae Junkie, Jew, like for live, Spring Theme, Poop mm-hmm. Ship, obviously. But then don't forget, don't sleep on Don't Get Too Close to My Fantasy, which is one of the, to me, one of their great songs. Yeah, dude. And then also Sarah is a very sweet little song. So there's mm-hmm. tons of great stuff on them. Tons of great. Pure Guav is a great album. Yeah, man. For sure. For sure. For show. So, all right. We're moving right along. Uh, our next contestant is Helen. And uh, let's hear what Helen has to say. Yeah. Oh, hoo hoo. Hoo I say hoo hoo. Hoo That's right. Demon Sweat is one of my all-time favorite Ween songs, and the version of it on All Request Live is fucking completely amazing. Um, I usually say Mollusk as my favorite Ween album, just because I love the beach so much, but All Request Live feels so fun and intimate. It feels like you're there in the little recording studio with them. It's got all the stallions now, you know, you don't have to shop around anymore for stallions. They're all right there. All my favorite versions of everything, including Reggae Junkie Jew. Cold Blows the Wind makes me cry every time I hear Gina sing it. But Demon Sweat is my favorite. So this is my favorite album altogether. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Helen. Uh, Helen was a previous winner of our first contest. Yeah, I was going to say another another former winner. So rock on. Yeah, so Helen was a former winner, uh, but not, did not win this time. Nevertheless, yeah, dude, all requests live. Um, yeah. So Eli had just said that one as well. But uh, Demon Sweat is fantastic. I love Demon Sweat. So I appreciate a little rendition, a little, uh, little acapella for us. Another reminder of just the diversity just on that record, you know, of all requests live. Because it's true. And, you know, I... I I kind of forgot about that, about how it just has so much on it from like all the different eras. So like, it's so, it's so cool. I mean, I love how both Eli and Helen brought that up because I never would have even thought of that one, you know, but I really love all requests live. I think, and, and the way Helen mentioned again, how it's like, you know, you're like sitting there in the little guest chair while they're, you know, in the studio and just like, okay, just be quiet. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's just really cool. Yeah. And, it, you know, and, and she's right. I, it does feel, it's a great quality uh, recording and it does feel very intimate. All right. We're going to move on to our next contestant. And this next contestant, Steven. So we're going to go ahead and play, play Steven's. See what he has to say. 12 Golden Country Greats. With the Jordanaires on vocals and the Shit Creek Boys collaborating musically. My pick is 12 Golden Country Greats. For the best background of this record, find a Gawain Evan podcast with Ben Vaughn, the producer of the album. Ben's immediate reaction to Ween was, what country? When Ween approached him and said they wanted to do a country album. Let me run down the, the, uh, the song list. Piss up a rope. Till my balls feel smooth and soft like silk. I'm sick of your mouth and your 2% milk. Pretty girl. He'd like for her to roll and rock him. Richard Smoker. You eat dark meat. I'm holding you. Such a beautiful soul. Flying. Seeing. Scoping. These ain't how the song goes, but that's what I'm singing. Breathing. <laughs> climbing. A lot of words that don't end in G, but they should. Help me script the mucus off my brain. I think I spent the dog food money. You were the fool. Bless the father, bless the son. Cross your heart, because you're the one. Japanese cowboy. Breakfast at Shoney's at two ninety nine. Don't forget, I don't want to leave you on the farm. Corns turn brown, ease fall to the ground, and don't forget powder blue. And if you got the original, then you know 
that ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present Muhammad Ali. Now, Fluffy, why'd you do it, Fluffy? On the porch. And just for shits and giggles. The B-sides. So long, Jerry. Beautiful song about Jerry Garcia. So long, Jerry. So long. And Sweet Texas Fire. Living in the fast lane, your bird up on the wire. Giving all the boys a taste of Sweet Texas Fire. My pick is 12 Golden Country Greats. Because the lyrics reflect the intelligence and happiness of the fans. That's all I got. My name is Steven. Wow. Thanks, Steven. Thanks, Steven. Very well put. And, um, no, and so it's funny because he went, goes through and, um, you know, quotes a lot of the songs and whatnot. But, but, it, but it's actually really nice because it reminds you, they, he's right about the intelligence, you know. These are very smartly crafted songs. And a lot of beautiful songs, and people overlook them because it's a country album, I think, sometimes. Like, they think, oh, Ween's just joking. And obviously, there's a level of frivolity to this, but it's one of my favorite albums as well. It's definitely one of my top, yeah, top Ween albums. I love this album. I think it's just brilliant. You know, and yeah, Japanese Cowboy, I Don't Want to Leave You on the Farm. I mean, man, dude, it's great. Yeah, there's just so many beautiful songs and you know another great example of the mix between fun and you know I, I i hate to say silly but you know fun goofy you know sense of humor mixed with just some absolutely beautifully crafted songwriting you know indeed so just a, a another amazing record awesome well thank you steven and let's go ahead and move on to our next contestant this is joe Oh, oh! Be- before we go to Joe, we're kind of getting down to the end here. We just got a few more. Um, these are almost like the finalists at this point. I don't know. You know, it's not an official thing, but um, but we've kind of been saving the best for last. The, the last few. So, so anyway, so we're getting close to the end, everybody. Hang in there. All right, so this is Joe. Hey, my name is Joe, and I'm on Vancouver Island in Canada here. I run a Ween Poster Love uh, group on uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm actually more into the vinyl, and uh, my favorite Ween album is whatever one's the longest. Uh, with Ween, it's all about quantity. <laughs> the quality is always there. And uh, I guess growing up, it was uh, Chocolate and Cheese, and then when Live in Chicago came out, that was a real game changer for me. I'm about 40 years old, so yeah, the best group in the world, nicest guys ever. Uh so good to their fans. Uh, and I don't care if they never released another album. That's fine. They've got so many B-sides and rarities and stuff like that. We'll be listening to them forever anyways. So greatest band in the world. Whatever album's the longest. Peace. That's a great answer. It's like whatever album's the longest. Yeah. That's another thing I never would have thought of. Live in Chicago is the longest then? Well, I mean, he does make a pretty good point that, you know, you kind of get the most bang for your buck with Live in Chicago, you know? <laughs> so. Well, you know, uh, yes, and that, that is true, like, in terms of, like, if you're thinking of it as an album, because we didn't actually say it had to be a studio album, so that's great. I mean, it is, and it is an official release, um, and it is long. I mean, you know, you so, yeah, and, so, I mean, again, it, it's at... I'm pretty sure they fit on as much as they possibly could with live with the actual, you know, disc of Live in Chicago. Yeah, and you know, again it's at the the height of their powers, you know. This is mm-hmm. they, I mean they were and this is like they got it together to say we're going to put together a live album and it and it was it's good. It's really good. We actually have an episode we cover Live in Chicago because a buddy of ours was at at one of the nights. Yeah, our friend Mike was was at uh, the Saturday night of Live in Chicago. It's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely the best produced live album of theirs. You know what I mean? I don't even think really anything else comes close to it. Maybe live at Stubbs, you know what I mean? But even that doesn't quite sound as good. You know, the sound quality of Live in Chicago is pretty unbeatable. Yeah, Live in Chicago was, I mean, it's got a DVD. It was like, it was, Live at Stubbs was intentional as well, but that was, that's much more of just a gritty, gritty concerts. 
Uh, and this right. is, is this is much more of like we are putting together a live show. Yeah. And we're a live album. We're putting it together. Let's think about this and put and make it together. And D, and Aaron, of course, wears his sunglasses inside, which makes him really cool. <laughs> so, so yeah, Joe. So if that, nothing else, yeah, yeah. you got th- you got that going for it at least. Thank you for uh, chiming in from Canada. It's always great to hear from people uh, up north. And we're gonna move on to. Um, this is kind of the runner-up at this point, I guess. Todd. We got we got Todd. So let's hear what Todd has to say. What's up, guys? This is Todd, a.k.a. Lunchman. Just wanted to leave a review of one of my favorite albums of all time, The Mollusk. I was attending Arizona State University 25 years ago, and this album was everything to me and my friends. It was my first college house, and this CD never left our CD player boombox. Everything about this album is just wonderful. It transcends you into another another place, and we were all living in the Valley of the Sun, which is one of the hottest places ever, and the cool breezes of the mollusk helped us through our daily perils, and the roller coaster of this album set us up and placed us down and made others think that we were absolutely weird. This album will always have a special place in my heart. It reminds me of college, friendship, learning how to love, and I thank the Thanks, guys. Thanks for the podcast. Wow. Thanks, Todd. Yeah, dude. Um, well, first off, you're welcome, and I appreciate the thanks. No, I love the the thing I love about what Todd has to say is that the mollusk just really does transport you to a place, you know, and and I love how any album can do that if you love it, you know. So it's not just the mollusk, but when it's when it's an album that resonates with you, you know, music can do so much more than just be music. And I love that he talks about, you know, how it was so freaking hot in Arizona, but you just put on the mollusk and it's so cool. And then, and I, I definitely also, it resonates with me as far as thinking about how, you know, you can listen to it and then it brings you back to that place, college and your buddies yeah. and all those things. So that's really cool that an album can do that. I love hearing his little mini story about how, you know, him and his buddies would play that album and it just stayed in the, uh, in the CD player. Because it kind of makes you realize, like, you're not alone. You know what I mean? Like, uh, something so, you know, special and so unique, uh, like the band itself, you just feel like it's your own little secret, especially from back in those days, you know, before uh, the internet took over our our universe, you know? Um, And it's just nice to hear, like, oh, him and his friends, they were like weirdos just like we were. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just so great, you know? Totally. All right. Well, drum roll. All right. So the winner of this year's, the 2022 Weencast Summer of Lovin' Favorite Ween Album Fan Contest is our buddy Ed. Yeah, man. And so let's hear what Ed has to say. Let's hear what Ed has to say. Hey, this is Ed Pogue, butt wasted on Twitter. You know, I've been trying to figure out what would be my all-time favorite Ween album, and I got to go back to the pod. And the reason's pretty easy. It's pretty simple. In 1995, I met my best friend Ryan, and I had never heard of Ween. And he's like, dude, have you ever heard of Ween? I'm like, duh, what's Ween? And he's like, hands me the pod. He's like, take this home, fucking listen to it. And when you come back, you tell me what you think. Next day, I'm like, walk around, tell everybody I'm the fucking stallion. You know, I'm, I'm telling my girlfriend, I'm singing her the, you know, oh, my dear. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm loving the album. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of, <laughs> there's been a lot of great shit since then. But my go-to and the one I always tell people that they've got to listen to is the pod. That's awesome. Thank you, Ed Pogue. Yeah, dude, no, great story. And so some things I love about what he's saying is, um, it's like, what's, what a secret and shady thing, you know, but that's totally like, you know, one of the ways that we gets transmitted around. It's just like your, your buddy's yeah. just like, dude, did you ever hear Ween? Take this home, yeah. listen to it. And we're going to talk tomorrow, you know? So that's brilliant. Um, and then I also love how like infectious it is because like immediately he's just going around telling people, I'm the stallion, dude. I'm the stallion, man. <laughs> yeah. Like anyone knows what he's talking about, you know? So that's pretty hilarious. I love how his buddy gave him the pod. 
Because if this was 1995, <laughs> it's like, you're really going to go there? You know, <laughs> you're really going to go right to the pod? But hey, you know what? If he could, uh, if he could latch onto the pod, it's all downhill from there. You know, (laughs) it's easy to get into something like chocolate and cheese or um, even pure guava after you've heard something like the pod. Well, well, I think it's awesome because there has been so much stuff released since then that if you got into Ween with the pod, then um, back in the day, then um, and, and all the other stuff's come out since then. And pod is still your favorite. Yeah. You know, that really says, it says something about you, but it also says something about the pod. You know, that, yeah, that you can have chocolate and cheese, you can have country album and the mollusk, white pepper, Quebec, all that. I'm just listing off the albums at this point. You can have all of that come out <laughs> afterward and they're all brilliant albums, but then it's just like the pod is still just standing right there. Yeah, man. So that's pretty awesome. That's very true. And I know that the first album that was introduced to me was chocolate and cheese. And that had just recently come out. Well, a little, not, not, well, that was the most recent album that was out at the time, but I don't remember exactly how much longer before. But anyway, that's a side story now. But, but yeah, so anyway, Ed, uh, congratulations. You are the winner. And hopefully you'll be hearing this first uh, with, by listening to our show. But, um, but we'll be checking in with you shortly to arrange uh, delivery. Your, uh, your wood artwork is being finished up uh, basically as we speak. So we'll be working on getting that to you in the next few weeks. And, uh, and we'll check in with you f- about for all the details. Fuck yeah, man. Thanks, Ed. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Ed. And also just want to thank all of our contestants. And uh, we really appreciate your time to uh, put in the entries. And, uh, and for being listeners, because we do this podcast because we are full of ourselves, I guess. But we, um, <laughs> but we, 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 we enjoy talking about Ween, and it, it was never really meant to be anything more than just us sort of writing, recording stuff for posterity. But because of listeners like you guys, um, it's become a little bit more than that. You know? And so we appreciate you guys listening and you guys taking the time to be contestants. So thank you. Yeah, man. Well put. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. And with that, I'd say that makes episode 50 a wrap. What do you say, bro? Happy 50th episode, man. Yeah. Happy 50th to everybody. Thanks for participating. Thanks for listening. Yada, yada. All the good stuff. (laughs) We love you guys much. (laughs) I hope everyone had a great summer and hope everyone enjoys their beautiful fall. Yeah, dude totes hope to speak to you guys again soon thanks everybody peace peace